Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And with me, I have Tahira, storyteller, poet, vocalist, musician. What else can we tell about you, Tahira? Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. What else to talk about? Um, I am a mother of a beautiful 23-year-old daughter. Really? Oh my gosh, that is a surprise. I had no idea that you had a 22-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't look like it. Oh, I love you already. <laughs> In any event, so on top of that, being a mother. Yeah, so I have been a storyteller um, for about 20 years now, doing it full-time for almost two decades. There you and go. And I travel nationally, so I'm representing Delaware all over the, all over the country, mm -hmm. which is really exciting. And when I started out, I started out part-time, but then I went um, full-time, sort of decided to follow my passion. Mm -hmm. And um, I was I received the Delaware Division of Arts Fellowship in 2000 in the established professional mm -hmm. category. Yeah, and I saw your name. You've been quite, yeah. quite uh, out and about. Yes, 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 representing the wonderful state of Delaware. <laughs> so, well, thanks for having the time. Uh, we wanted to, to talk to you because not only the many things that you do, but uh, you're one of the few, I believe, probably, artists that are living uh, out of her work yes, yes so there's got to be a secret to that and and maybe you can uncover what happens how do you do how do you make it happen you know I you know it's so funny you say the secret I do think of it as like a secret recipe and I think the main ingredient of my secret recipe was when I decided to be an artist when mm -hmm. I discovered that hey this is a talent I've always had and I want to go do it full-time mm -hmm. I came from a business background I was working in corporate and the financial service well tell industry. us about that because people know you uh, as Tahira the, right. the artist but right, uh, right. maybe the secret goes back uh, <laughs> back to that uh, business experience yes, tell us I about think that it does. I was working in um, insurance um, and I was a trainer okay I was training I was doing um, writing training manuals and and also presenting them in workshops. Okay. Things. So it required me to teach um, mm -hmm. certain concepts mm -hmm. and do it in a animated way to keep people engaged. Mm -hmm. It's kind of boring to teach about life, accident, and disability. <laughs> it's not exciting. Not, not, exciting not necessarily that exciting. Not at but all. Needed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But needed. But needed. And so when I made the the switch and decided, hey, you know, I was doing the part time. I want to do it full time. I I took the corporate approach. I started interviewing folks are talking with folks who are doing it mm -hmm. right uh -huh. um, across the country I started talking pick up the phone you know network that's mm -hmm. what you do mm -hmm. your, your network is your net worth mm -hmm. right so I started talking to folks and they were giving me this advice that didn't make sense to me from a corporate background from mm -hmm. a business what I know about business they were mm -hmm. saying things like well as a musician or an artist you know you work for free for a while and then you get noticed and then somebody will hire you mm -hmm. and I'm thinking but I have studied and prepared and researched and rehearsed. didn't resonate with you. It didn't didn't it just didn't settle with my spirit. I was like, uh -huh. this doesn't make sense. Uh -huh. And so my approach to it was just like any corporate job. You know, I trained, I made sure I had the skills. But when I went out there, I started marketing myself. I got a brochure, I got a card, I, and, and I went and mm -hmm. started talking to mm -hmm. people and started speaking, hey, I'm an artist. I like to come. And my first gig was at Borders. Borders Bookstore is now closed. That chain is closed. Now the um, one by Christiana Mall? Um, actually, it was the one in Delaware County. And oh. then I did, once I did that one, I said, hey, how about I do every all the ones in the tri-state area? Mm. And I give you a deal if, you know, you book me for all the stores. And that was my first gig. I did in Delaware, in New Jersey, in Pennsylvania. And that was 20 years ago. 
Yep. That was 20 years ago. More than that. It was 1994. So you came to the conclusion that you needed the marketing approach. Absolutely. Um, my background is um, I have a degree in communication and theater with a concentration on advertising. Well, that helps a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> with a concentration on advertising. Yay, Temple right. and Howard University. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so that, that was my approach to it. And so I just, I just felt like... I have value. What I'm giving to you has value. Right. You know, indeed. and this is America. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I think that value is not simply um, sort of like the soft value, but mm-hmm. also like hard, cold cash value as mm-hmm. well. You mm-hmm. know, and even sometimes I barter. Like I said, I tell you what, I need resources. I'm a new artist. I will do. You give me a gift certificate to Borders to get books, mm-hmm. right? And we could pay that way. But there has to be some kind of exchange, right? There has there's to be always kind of, that kind of exchange. Always, you always. always have to pay the price for an invoice. That's right. Whatever you go, whatever, whatever you do you in go, life, whatever you do in life, whatever you do in life. Right. And it's one of the things now that I do is I'm an artist coach, and so I teach other artists about hey. How do I get to do this um, full time? How can I uh, right. live my passion? Because I believe you are not giving gifts to just do them here and there and mm-hmm. feel like, oh, I can escape and then be myself. I don't think that's the way life has to be, mm-hmm. you know. And I think if everybody was doing a job that they love and had passion for, how different would the world be? Should be recognized uh, for doing that. Yeah, there's a monetary transaction. You provide the service, and therefore you need to get paid for doing that a- absolutely i absolutely. mean who pays the bills at the end of the day at the end of the day and the conference we um we attended a few weeks ago um the uh with state arts alliance the lower arts alliance right, right. coordinated an event uh, with the help of americans for the arts mm-hmm. and uh, leadership yeah. delaware so it was an arts and business conversation kind of thing exactly and then that whole thing about the collaboration of arts and business uh-huh. it's, it's, it's like so important you know it's so important because we can see that as a partnership right where one is not begging the other for anything or coming with the hands out it's like we have what we offer to the world has value right to almost every industry since you're mentioning that what was What's your main takeaway from the from the uh, the meetings and I, the conversations? My main takeaway is, um, you know, that partnership. I think it was partnershipmovement.org. Okay. That, that website gives you a list and a, it makes a beautiful case for how business should partner with the arts mm-hmm. and it listed, you know, that we help you mm-hmm. identify talent because so many people, um, organizations, businesses need talented, mm-hmm. creative innovative thinkers you know and that we engage communities Mm -hmm. businesses want to engage communities and that that website allows you to see very clearly as artists you don't have to reinvent the wheel it's listed right there it's right there and those for for those who are listening and and since Tahira is uh, mentioning specifically there's a site in Americans for the Arts Mm -hmm. and specifically is the partnership movement uh, they were here present in, as mm-hmm. well in, in Delaware a few weeks ago, as she mm-hmm. mentions. And uh, indeed makes the correlation in between arts and businesses and how that can be indeed a collaboration. A collaboration. It's not about equal going there and asking for money. Exactly. It's an about offering solutions oh, for I business. Love that. I love that. For yes. business uh, objectives. That's right. Offering solutions. Right. Absolutely. But uh, enough about uh, arts and businesses. Let's uh, talk about Tahir and the many things that okay. she brings. So you were mentioning that you realized that the marketing approach was needed, but you mm-hmm. were not listening about that from the artistic perspective. They mm-hmm. thought that it, it was... You, you need to reach that moment of, of, of somebody noticing you. Yes. And that, that notion, 
Um, um, Andrew Simonette and his wonderful book, um, "Making an Artist Life: A Balanced, Sustainable Artist Life." Who's going to? Who was a um, presenter at the Delaware Arts Conference? He says, "No one's going to knock on your door." And turn you from the artist you are now to the mm-hmm. artist you want to be. In other words, like nobody's going to discover you. You have <laughs> right. to work. We really say that luck is really opportunity that meets preparedness. Right. Right. So you you have Indeed. to work for it instead right. of looking to be saved. Or people say, donate to the arts. No, invest. Mm-hmm. Invest mm-hmm. is an investment. Is an investment in in the, in the arts. And that's I'm an advocate of that. Well, Always. there you go. And, and you, yes. I saw you enjoying the, the conference, and <laughs> yes. I'm so happy about that. Yes, yes. And uh, I am a member of the Delaware Arts Alliance, by the way. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have to show off a little bit, my members. So in any event, um, what inspires you, Tahira? What's, what's the thing that moves you? And what is the best thing that uh, in your uh, those creative moments, uh, first, what inspires you? Okay. And then what you do when you get the inspiration? All right. What inspires me? Um, words are how I metabolize life. Okay. It's the only way I know how to make sense out of life. Mm-hmm. So my inspiration is when I can formulate in words what's happening, how I'm processing the world. Mm-hmm. And that, that so when I'm metabolizing that, the byproduct of that metabolism is stories and songs mm-hmm. and poetry. Mm-hmm. And then beca- through those words, I can make sense out of the senseless. Okay, and I can I can heal from unimaginable pain, and when I share that, mm-hmm. my audience tells me that I help them make sense out of the senses okay. and heal from unimaginable. So you pain. create. Let's suppose that uh, you hear music, you hear somebody's comments, and then words come to your mind, and you verbalize those words. Do you write down before sharing? How does Tell me about your creative process, but probably uh-huh. while you think about that, uh-huh. let me re-engage with the audience. Okay. Um, and to let them know that you're listening and tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for the Delaware State of the Arts radio show. Our guest today is Tahira, storyteller, poet, vocalist, and musician among other things <laughs> comes from a things. corporate background a uh, thing that we didn't know and probably the secret that uh, yeah. she just shared that probably the secret for success is having a business-like slash marketing approach to things yes. so uh having said that um let's go back to where we left the conversation okay. tahira mm-hmm. tell us so the inspiration often is um being able to put put my feelings mm-hmm. into words, right? And I also do a lot of research. Since I was a little girl, my, my parents instilled in me love of culture. So mm-hmm. many of the stories I tell are stories that are rooted in the West African oral tradition. Okay. And so my inspiration is wanting to look out into the world and make sense of things mm-hmm. and to inspire and inspire my community to empower people through story and song, especially young people, mm-hmm. and empower them to think critically about the world around mm-hmm. them. And most importantly, especially with young people, to empower them to believe fervently in their abilities to succeed. Mm-hmm. Fervently in their abilities to succeed. And that's what inspires me that I know that my my words, when they come out, whether it's in a poem or a song or a story, mm-hmm. has the power to do that. And after okay. two decades, I'm getting that feedback. That it, so you actually these, do that? That I actually do that, whether it's within a school or mm-hmm. whether I'm at a conference with the um social service workers who who um work with 
domestic violence mm-hmm. victims mm-hmm. And, and showing them how they can use storytelling in their work with domestic mm-hmm. violence victims and help them tell their story. Or if I'm working at um, with the mental health uh, population at mm-hmm. Creative Vision Factory and showing them how to um, tell their story. My One of the things I use in my workshops is um, helping people to see that you could be the hero in your own life mm-hmm. and the, to create stories um, around it. Let's reframe your story around addiction. Let's reframe your story around domestic violence so that you can see that. So you help them verbalize your position in life? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, I see that in your case, the creative process is something moves you. Yes. And uh, that comes in your concrete case as words. Do you write those words or or, or, or uh, you get inspiration and begin talking? How does that okay. normally sometimes, happen? Sometimes I write the words. It always is funny, whether it's a poem or a story. It always starts with a song somehow, some kind of ditty in my head. Or I could hear a line on on um, on a, another song. Mm. That That is often inspiration for me writing. Okay. And I might write it down, but when I actually perform, when I actually work, I am um, performing from memory. I'm performing oh, okay. from memory. All right. Um, so that's the that's the rooted um, tradition of um, West African tradition mm-hmm. is to perform it, um, you know, live and engaging. Okay. And not not I'm not reading. It's not poetry reading, or I'm not reading right. or story reading. Right. So I may be at a point where I will write it down, mm-hmm. but then once <laughs> I actually are engaging with the audience, whether it's the workshop or artist residency mm-hmm. or performance, I will. Um, it's performing from memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're uh, interactive workshops. Mm-hmm. So you interact with with the audience, and they provide, and you help them verbalize shape, and shape and a shape. story. And shape a story that happens over a uh, um, se- series of days. Usually, the workshop goes on for several weeks. And okay. They're going to be shaping the story, mm-hmm. or maybe just a forty-five minute live performance. I see. Yeah. So tell me something. There's always a story that uh, that sticks to your mind. There's mm-hmm. always this story that somehow moves you more profoundly than others. Is there something that you would like to share? Maybe somebody's um, change or approach about things. You tell us. What's a story mm-hmm. that comes to mind? Uh, maybe wow, from your so, workshops. It really is um, so many. I, I can remember being in a school. This is a really long time ago, probably 15 years ago. I think I was in Kansas City. Um, and someone said to me, I shared the story. And in the story, there is someone who um, the main character loses the mom. Right. Mm-hmm. And has a dream about the mom and is inspired by the mom. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in the story. And afterwards, a teacher came up to me and said that, one of their students had recently lost mm. his mother mm-hmm. and that um, she could see how he made a connection, you know, to me. It, would I mind is taking a few minutes before mm-hmm. the next class come in and talk to the student? And so I, I, and I said, sure, sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he came over and he just held on to me. You know, he just gave me the biggest hug. And it ended up being not really a conversation, but just mm-hmm. like this, this moment, mm-hmm. you know, that we had that, you know, words didn't have to even be said that mm-hmm. I gave him something that day to help him heal. And I, I couldn't, oh my goodness. That that's that's your reward. It's oh, not yeah. necessarily money that helps a lot, but yeah. those are the kind of inspirational stories that you hold right. on to Absolutely. as you move forward and, and you carry on till the next one. That's right. That's right. That's right. And and doing a plug for Delaware Division of Arts, um, Delaware Division of Arts has helped me with 
resources and tools to help me continue my work. Right. And um, recently I received from them um, an opportunity grant. I'm headed to Ghana for the first time. I'm headed oh, to there Africa. you go. So yeah. when is that going to happen? That's going to happen in December for a um, festival called Panifest. Mm. I was invited by the National Association of Black Storytellers, me and um, some other storytellers to represent the organization in Accra, mm-hmm. Ghana at Panifest. Mm-hmm. And so now I get to do this work on an international level mm-hmm. and it feels surreal. It's like this is what I've dreamt about when I was a little girl, my daddy went to Ghana, in fact, when I was in fifth grade and came back with stories. So you've been there? I know my father's been oh, there. Oh, your father. And and I've always wanted, I still have his pictures from there. I oh, still have wow. artifacts from there. My father mm-hmm. passed away in eight, um, 1989. And we always had this discussion about me going because we have a, you know, a family that's very rooted in our culture. And he never got to see me be a storyteller. I, mm-hmm. was, I didn't become an artist. So it's like full circle. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, no, no, I up. get it. I get yeah, it. It's full circle. So I get to go there in, in December and walk where my daddy walks. And, of course, study and perform and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. But the, the connection, you never realize as an artist sometimes that when you look back, you see, oh, that's why that happened. And that's why that happened. And that's why that happened. And then you feel yourself being full circle, maybe because I've been on the planet for five decades, I kind of, <laughs> I'm reflective. No, you know? it sounds like you, you believe that things happen for, there is no such a thing as a randomness. No coincidences. No coincidences. How does that, how do you verbalize that as a storyteller? Is there, oh, oh wow. do we have a mission in life? Yeah, I think we do. It's all or maybe not. Or maybe, you know, maybe. I think we have a mission. I think we all have a mission to um, use our, our, Gifts, mm-hmm. our talents, our mm-hmm. abilities to make the world better, right? To make the world better. And I think these so-called like coincidence is really just like we talked about luck. It's really like the intersection of things lined up so a certain thing can manifest. So my dad going to Ghana when I was in fifth grade. And at first mm-hmm. I thought like, what? Why is he going? And oh my goodness, he's so far away and I miss him all. And, all. and, and there you things. are going to Ghana. And then I'm going. And he wanted me. This is something that was very important to him right. for me to do. And I wanted to, but I just didn't think... How is it possible? And I put a picture of um, Ghana. Actually, it's, it's a waterfall in Ghana. A friend of mine sent me a postcard when she went years ago, years ago. I mm-hmm. put it on my, I got a vision board. I put it on my vision board to say one day. Oh, my gosh. That's day. probably another advice for aspiring artists. Yes, you got to have pictures of what you want. You don't, if you don't have a vision of where you're going. You you're not going not anywhere. You're not going to get there. Now, before we forget, let's mm-hmm. uh, facilitate people's connections with yes. you. Yes. And yes. why don't you share what you have lined up uh, in terms of performances and the likes okay so first you can definitely go to my website is tahiraproductions.com so it's t-a-h-i-r-a productions.com and it has a list of upcoming events and i'm also of course on social media mm-hmm. at tahira productions on facebook and tahira storytell on twitter and all that good stuff um and coming up i'm actually doing a series of radio programs mm-hmm. in philadelphia and you can listen online um i belong to an organization called keepers of the culture mm-hmm. and we're doing folk heroes we're doing everyday folks that you may not know about in the area so you can actually listen on okay. online at 88.1 um FM you mm-hmm. on SoundCloud and I'm hosting a radio program and we're not only sharing folk stories about people in West Philadelphia in particular mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're also teaching the audience how to craft stories if you have a story that you want to craft about your grandmother to tell to your 
tell your children. That's, that's very or nice. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That we give you the steps to do that. We oh. give you the steps and the process. We talk about how to research that. We talk about how to craft a story um, mm-hmm. right there live on the radio. So it's, it's a community engagement um, program that I'm really, But really proud of. That sounds terrific because it provides the tools. Yes. So you can become storytellers as well. Yes, absolutely. Well, absolutely. maybe maybe aspiring to storytellers. Aspiring storytellers, yes, yes, Because yes. takes 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 work Skill? yes and it takes work it and does. practice and things but at least you're gonna go in, in in a good direction with tahira just briefly your website again because yes, people are listening right yes now. um so the website again is tahira productions so it's t-a-h-i-r-a productions with s.com tahira productions.com so aspiring artists words of wisdom for those mm. listening to you right now What can you tell them in the minute that we have left, unfortunately? Okay, so words of wisdom. A few, uh, be still. Take time in your day, every day, to be still so that you can get that, that reflection, that time to ground yourself and those ideas will come. Connect with other artists. When you're around that creative energy, it fills you, it inspires you. We share resources. Artists are very giving. And Indeed. Indeed artists' they are. Communication, um, communities are wonderful. And also... Work at your art. Work at it. Put the time in so mm-hmm. that that opportunity, when it comes, you are prepared. Mm-hmm. Work at your art and be an advocate for the arts. Go to the Arts Alliance events. Go to the Delaware Division of Arts for resources because there are resources out there to help you be a better artist and connect with um, the things that you are are gifted to do. There you go. And don't forget yeah. the marketing approach. Yes, yes, yes. You got to tell people, you have to tell people what you do. You have to, tell, and you have to tell it in a way that solves their problem. That's what marketing is. What problem does your gifts solve? What problem does it solve? For me, storytelling um, helps um, education and it helps inspire people. That's the problem that it solves. And with that, we have to say goodbye for our next All time. Right. Uh, thank you, Tahira, for being here. It was a pleasure. Here. Thank you so much.